he'll make it all right. Whatever you want. Whatever you want. God is able. God is able. Whatever you need. Whatever you need. He'll supply. He'll supply. Whatever is broken. Whatever is broken. He can fix it. He can fix it. No need to worry. No need to worry. He's alive. Hello and good morning. Thank you for tuning in to another podcast of a few minutes with Pastor Mac. We hope God is blessing you thus far on this Sunday morning. And we hope God's power, favor, and strength be upon you for this new week that is upon us. If you can't make service, don't forget, uh, we have a Givelify app that you can give your donations and first fruits and uh, grace giving uh, through our app. And um, if you can't make it to service, so don't forget about that. We always want to make sure we give opportunity to uh, so seeds into God's ministry and if you can't make it again our website as well uh, give the website and on our app uh, Givelify Shall we pray? Gracious Father in heaven thank you again for allowing us to see another week new days not promise we stand here on the new week before us Lord the precipice of a brand new week we ask you for your Protection, power, and guidance, even now. Bless those on the sound of my voice, Lord. Give them a wisdom, understanding, and knowledge, Lord, to follow your word, to obey you, to do just as you ask. Oh, God, we love you and we thank you. Now that the words of my mouth and the meditation of my heart be acceptable in thy sight. Oh, my Savior, my Redeemer. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Glad to be with you once again for a few minutes with Pastor Mac Podcast. This week, as I told you on last week, um, <clears throat> gave you the text, uh, for, uh, John chapter 16, uh, verse 29 through 33 uh, from last week. And um, the Lord made it so we'll stay there for this week and uh, without any movement. Um, that's what the Lord laid on my heart. So that's what we have down next week tentatively and the Lord laid on my heart Matthew 9 32 through 33 ninth chapter of Matthew um, 32 and 33 the Lord says the same be for next week and um, hope speaking of next week we're praying for the kids to go back to school and those who already began and um, those who will be going uh, days to come Book of John, chapter 16, verse, 29th verse, uh, reads this. Then Jesus' disciples said, Now you are speaking clearly and without figures of speech. Now we can see that you know all things and that you do not even need to have anyone ask you questions. This makes us believe that you came from God. Do you now believe? Jesus replied, A time is coming and in fact has come when you will be scattered each to your own home. You will leave me all alone. Yet I am not alone, for my Father is with me. I have told you these things so that in me you may have peace. In this world you will have trouble. But take heart, some translation says, but be courage, take courage. I have overcome the world. And I was reading the CSB translation 
then some translations have uh, be, of, be of courage, take courage, uh, be of courage, uh, be of heart, CSB, but take heart. I have overcome uh, the word. I just want to tag this text in dealing with this courage um, sentence. I'm encouraged to take courage. I'm encouraged to take courage. God only explains what you are all that you are ready to and able to handle. You may not understand the circumstances that you're experiencing, but God loves you and is taking you through a growth process. He calls for your trust and obedience. Even now, further understanding will come later when you are prepared to receive it. If I may put a parenthetical pause right in there. Some folk think they're ready for whatever God has. Where I get somewhat offended um, when I hear words from some people said, um, this is your season. Your season is coming or you will be blessed in the season. Well, you don't know when God is going to bless or when he's going to put you through a season or end something. You Nobody knows that. And you just have to be prepared to go through because God is either preparing you for something or trying to get something out of you. As I tell the church all the time, nobody knows your duration of your process. You must go through whatever God has for you to go through. That's what we got to start telling ourselves. I got to go through it. I got to go through it. And the disciples mistakenly thought they could understand now. They had been through enough to where they can understand what Jesus was trying to get a message. And the message is to them. Jesus, Jesus, he, he gently challenges their presumption. He says, do you now believe? <laughs> I think it was some sarcasm in that that statement. And like Jesus said, oh yeah, really? You think you are ready for what I have been telling you? And that's the funny thing about this whole process with the disciples is that Jesus had been telling them that when I speak, you hear the Father. When you see me, you see the Father. But they hadn't quite grasped the... um mechanism, so to speak, to understand what Jesus was taught. Even as they went with Jesus, they tarried with him as he healed the sick and raised the dead, as he fed thousands of multitude on the hills. So they tarried and they still could not figure out what he was saying. As they watched him walk on the water and do all the miracles that he performed, they still didn't quite get what he was saying, nor did they understand what he was doing. As I move on, uh, some of us in that same boat, we, 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 we don't quite, we think we have arrived. We don't quite get what God is doing in our life. We don't quite understand how he's doing what he's doing, what we're going through, how he's going to help us and this and that and that and this, but what we have to take root in is the fact as the disciples show confidence in their wrongness, we have to show confidence in our faith. 
or we'll be just like them, thinking we're ready to handle whatever it is, but come to find out that we are not ready. Not ready at all. We still got some growing to do, some learning, and we still got some, some things that we need to get grasped of before we are ready. Well, let's look at a few things. First, faith can falter. Uh, look at 29 and 30. Then Jesus' disciples said, now you are speaking clearly without figures of speech. Now we can see that you know all things. They needed to see. See, God does not try to bring his understanding down for us. We must raise our understanding of God. Huh. Because God is still, his program is still going to go on, even if we don't understand it or not. But he tried, we got to elevate. That's why it says, search the scriptures, read the word, hide the word in my heart. We got to elevate. Disciples said, now we can see all things that you do not even need to have anyone ask you questions. <laughs> this makes us believe that you are from God. <laughs> Well, there's something to be said about the simplicity of Jesus Christ and God sending his son, Jesus, for the salvation of mankind. But there's also something that, that misunderstood, I believe, in the church, uh, in the ecclesia today, that we got to understand that uh, to follow Jesus, there is some complexities that are involved. And to really root down Jesus to the simplisticness of, I'm just going to live for him, well, it sounds good. But it doesn't always work out like that. It, it, it takes a little more than, and that's why Jesus said, you got to take your cross daily and follow me. The disciples thought they had arrived, but their faith, your faith can falter. Because as we know, and I, time does not allow me to go and set the whole context of the situation up, but later on, Jesus is going to be faced with the direct consequences of his statement that he is God because he is going to be crucified. <laughs> Jesus trying to prepare them for what is to come. You 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 believe you ready now, huh? You got your big boy pants on now. And Jesus disciples think that now he's speaking to them in words they can understand. But their belief is still weak. They think they got a grasp. They think they understand. But the disciples, ironically, were confident that they believed they understood what Jesus, Yahshua, was saying. Jesus, in verse 25, it promised the plain understanding that this was all. You would understand after his passion and the resurrection, after the process of the crucifixion leading up and the resurrection. Oh, my brother and sister, it hadn't come yet. That's why you got to tell some people that when they tell you your, your season is here. No, no, no. Whenever God deems it so. The disciples hadn't quite got to the point where they understood because certain things had not happened and transpired yet. Well, my brothers and sisters, to overcome spiritual failure, be encouraged that ultimately that your peace is in Christ and not in your performance. Because if we based our spiritual success on our performances, we've already let God down. We've already disappointed Jesus just by your performance up until this point. This point in your life, look back over your life and see where you've let God down. 
See where you've disappointed him. Your performance, thank God, is not the basis by which your spiritual success rests and lies. Because be encouraged that your peace and ultimately your success lies in Jesus Christ. God can put you through, test your faith. If it was based on our performance, we already failed. We failed many times. We we failed and not understood how uh, it can happen to us. But 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 rest assured uh, that God is still ultimately in control. Yes, your faith can falter. Your faith your faith can see some weak days and as well as you rebound and become have some strong days your faith can falter how do i know that faith can falter well the disciples faith faltered at the point of what jesus was trying to prepare them to they split left jesus by himself that's why no faith can falter as peter denied him three times and said i don't know him your faith can falter. Faith can falter because disciples split up, got out of Dodge, left Jesus alone. That's why Jesus said, don't worry, I may be alone, but I still have my father. So I'm not uh, alone in the terms of human companionship. But I do have a spiritual father. Uh, and he's still with me. Oh, my brothers and sisters, that's good news to understand. Understand that God would always be with you. Matter of fact, that the Bible says he never leaves you nor forsake you. So when my faith may falter, I can still stand on the promises of God. But 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 if your faith does fall to look at number two, my faith is in the Father. So I have faith in the Father, by which Jesus is speaking of. Thirty-two, he said, a time is coming. And in fact, has come when all will be scattered. Each to their own home. He tell him this, you will leave me alone. Yet I'm not alone. For my father is with me. <laughs> I just mentioned that, that he may not have human companionship, but his father was still there. And when your faith may falter, just make sure you keep your faith in the father. <laughs> when your faith may go a certain way, <laughs> just make sure you keep your faith in the father. <laughs> You are not alone in whatever you are going through because Jesus speaks peace to rest by telling us he'll never leave you nor forsake you. And that's good news during these trying times. And that's good news during these hard times. And that's good news during these troubling times times 
that you still have faith in the Father. If your faith falters, just keep your faith in the Father. If your faith wanes, just keep your faith in the Father. And that's what Jesus said. I may not be with people, but I still am not alone because my Father is with me. And that's good news. For somebody out there, that's good news for somebody who may feel lonely, yet you're around a lot of people, but you can still feel lonely. You may be around a crowd, but you still feel lonely. And then thirdly and finally, faith in the word. Verse 33, I have told you these things so that in me you may have peace. And in this world you will have trouble. But take heart, I have overcome the world. And I'm encouraged today to be encouraged. I'm encouraged today to take courage in the word of the Lord. And the Bible says, keep your hand in Jesus' hand, because where discouragement comes, God gives us encouragement, and only with discouragement, that's a result of not hearing the encouragement of the Lord. Somebody ought to be happy under the sound of my voice. He knew everything about you. He knew all your secret sins. He knew all the awful thoughts. He knew all the rotten words you would ever say. He knew all the times when you arrogantly think that you knew, but you didn't really know. He knew the times when you should stood boldly for him against the forces of darkness. But you turned and ran, yet he still chose you to be his child. He still offers you peace in this troubled world. So every time, except for one that I can recall, and that's when the crowd told Bartimaeus to encourage him that Jesus was calling for him. But every time the words take courage appear in the New Testament. They come from the lips of our Savior. In Matthew, he tells the paralytic, take courage, son, your sins are forgiven. He tells the woman with an issue of blood who touched the hem of his garment, daughter, take courage. Your faith has made you well. He tells the frightened disciples who see him walking on water, chillax, my fellows, it's me, Jesus, and I'm coming to get in the boat with you. Don't be afraid, but take courage. After Paul's arrest in Jerusalem, he said, chill, Paul, you still got some work in Rome. Take courage. 
because you're going to be a witness from me. And in this verse, he tells the disciples who are confused and about to fail, take courage because in him they will have peace. And what is he trying to tell somebody today? Take courage. Be encouraged. Well, whatever you're going through, I've already overcome the world. Mussolini couldn't overcome. Hitler couldn't overcome. Napoleon couldn't overcome. But only one person could overcome the world. And his name is Jesus, the word of God. He walks with me and he talks with me and he tells me that I am his own and all the joy that we shared. One of these old days, it won't be howdy, it be howdy, howdy and never goodbye. He walks with me. Cause he walked up Carrie's hill. They nail nails in his hands. Invitation is extended now. If you don't know Jesus in the pardon of your sins, if you would like to get to know him better uh, and get saved, allow him to come into your life, simply say this prayer. Jesus, I need you in my life. I believe you died and rose again on the third day. I trust you to control my life and to enhance my future. If you said that prayer, uh, it's as simple as ABC, accept, believe, and commit. If you did that, we would love to hear from you. You may contact us through our email, getpraiseon at houseofpraisepp.org, or you may go simply to our website, www.houseofpraisepp.org, contact us and someone from our discipleship team. I will get back with you with other information you need in order to begin this new life in Christ. We love you to life. We look forward to hearing from you. Thank you again for listening to our podcast. We hope something was said will be a blessing for you and be a blessing for you this week. Uh, we know that we are still in the hands of God and we will trust him to keep and deliver us. Bless you. God bless you. County line. We love you to life and you can't do anything about it. Look forward to next week. The Lord says the same. We hope that you are praying and reading your word and staying true and standing on the promises of the Lord. God bless you and we'll see you next week. Pastor Mac out.